Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Accelerating your fandom, this is Flash TV Talk. Welcome to Flash TV Talk, the fan podcast dedicated to news, reviews, and more all about the hit CW show, The Flash. I'm Bo. And I'm Bell. Bell, man, how you doing tonight? Oh, man, excited to talk about this episode, dude. Yeah, look, this is, I'm, I'm stoked, man. This is a, a great episode to talk about. This is a lot of, uh, I feel like all of the questions and all of the speculations that we've had have been all flipped on their head, and we are walking away with far more questions than uh, anything near resembling an answer. Uh, so we got a lot of great stuff to talk about tonight. Hey, I want to, real quick, before we dive into the episode, let you know that uh, last week we made mention of this uh, CW Fan Talk uh, wasn't sure whether or not we were going to participate, and it does look like actually I will be on that uh, next week. So, nice, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were able to work it out. I, I, I had a conflict this week, but I'm actually kind of glad that it worked out the way it did because um, I'm, I'm more, I'm more excited. I, I really liked last week's episode, but I'm actually far more excited about this week's episode, which is what we'll be talking about before the airing of the Flash next week on the. Uh, the CW fan talk thing. So uh, one way or the other, we'll be sure to post out links to that on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, look for that. And uh, if y'all tune in, definitely do it and uh, give us uh, show us some love at flash TV talk at the real Bo York. And uh, that'll be, that'll be cool. Yeah. I wish I could have made it, but I had to take off work. I know. And I don't want you to take off work. Not yet anyway. Cause I want to, I want you to wait, wait till star Wars comes out, take off work, come to town and then we go see it together. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. So uh, yeah, the sad part about that is, uh, if I come home for Christmas, which is probably what I'm going to end up doing, I won't be coming home. I'll actually be going to Florida. Well, don't forget, man. With Christmas comes the uh, second annual uh, Grandma Esther's eggnog-induced co- Christmas call-in extravaganza. That's true. That is true. So there's going to be a lot of fun in one way or the other. Nobody needs to drive after that night. So. No. <laughs> uh, but we got, we got a lot of time between now and then and a lot of good flash to talk about. So, man, let's go ahead and jump into tonight's episode. The Rundown. Episode 6 of Season 2, Enter Zoom. Directed by J.J. Macaro and story by... Gabrielle Stanton and Brooke Eichmeyer. Bell, what happened this episode? Well, as the team works to find a way to stop Zoom, Dr. Light escapes from her containment cell after Barry was hoping that she would help them stop Zoom. Instead, her Earth-1 counterpart, Linda Park, agrees to help the team by impersonating Dr. Light. Dr. Wells creates a speed-dampening serum, and the team stages a fight at one of the breaches in order to trick Zoom through. The attempt fails, as Zoom knew what they were planning. Instead, he goes after Linda before fighting Barry. Zoom is much faster and easily best Barry, showing his defeated unconscious body to the local news and police station before ultimately returning to Star Labs. Zoom stabs Barry with his hand, but Cisco shoots him with the serum, which hurts Zoom, but leaves him enough... Ah, but leaves... Sorry, but still leaves him with enough speed to escape. Later, Wells reveals that Zoom has his daughter, Jesse, and he came to Earth-1 to stop Zoom. Barry wakes from his injuries and discovers that he can no longer feel his legs. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, man. Heartbreaking. Where will the future hold? Who knows? But let's first talk about what happened this episode. More like backbreaking, wouldn't you say? 
Oh, I mean, you know, we talked about it last week. What if Zoom's whole deal is to essentially kind of mirror, um, you know, Bane's original goal in the Nightfall series, which was to throw every single villain you possibly can at the hero to wear him out so that you get to the point where you can break your hero, break the yeah. bat, and in this case, break the Flash. Yeah, Hunter's Zolomon, man. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm not saying we called it, but I'm just saying, you know, we, we seem to be getting close to calling things. Like, for example, Robert Queen as the Arrow of Earth 2. Earth 2, Flashpoint confirmed. Dude, a lot of internet high fives. We, we got all that the good stuff. I got actually text messages from folks uh, congratulating us on calling that one, <laughs> which is pretty great. But um, yeah, no, the, that was... Uh, I hope that we actually at some point get to see a Robert Queen Arrow and not just get a nod because that actor that plays his dad is, is phenomenal. And I just think it would be just so awesome to see that version of the Arrow. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's if it happens, it's going to be later this season or, or possibly even further down the line. Um, but yeah, okay, so we got to spend a little bit of extra time in Earth 2, maybe even getting a depiction of Harrison Wells that we didn't really fully get until this episode, uh, the dichotomy of Harrison Wells, if you will, that he is, of course, a um, you know a skilled businessman, something of a aggressive and... Um, uh, what what's the right word here? Tenacious? Yeah. A tenacious scientific mind, uh, but at home is very warm and loving to the point that uh, his wife and daughter don't always fully recognize the man they see at home versus the man they see at work. Which I, I think is, you know, that, that that's the best way to do it, right? You don't want to take your work home with you and you don't want to take your family to work because then you'll be soft and you can't be soft when you're Harrison Wells. It kind of opened up my eyes a little bit and, and challenged some theories that were actually thrown out by us in previous episodes. Uh, Bell, you had actually made a mention of how every single or many of the heroes and or many of the Earth 2 characters we've seen are, are very opposite from their Earth 1 counterpart. But I'm actually starting to see that there's actually a lot of similarities. I mean, even with something like a Dr. Light, you know, that that's a character that you know, at her core, you don't get the sense that she's evil. You know what I mean? Yeah, she she has kind of a, a you know classic flash rogue sort of thing where you know the the uh, code of honor sort of deal, right? Because you know it's almost as if Doctor Light, you know, she felt coerced, right? She's you know she wants to go back. This is the only way to do it. And like she said, this was the you know best bad idea I could come up with. Just because she's bad guy doesn't mean she's bad guy. <laughs> right oh yeah no but all right so there's her and then there's also the harrison wells thing and i feel like what we got in that flashback scene to him talking with jesse is essentially showing us that you know the moments where he's with his family he's actually very similar to the harrison wells of our earth um but what we're seeing is a harrison wells who's more kind of on the war path uh the, the same you know he, he has that kind of dual personality so what i'm actually thinking and, and and kind of picking up from what we got in in those moments is that this is actually very similar to the harrison wells uh that we would have gotten on earth one had that harrison wells not been killed 15 years ago yeah i, I could see that yeah i mean you know obviously this man is being kind of pushed to the brink because of everything that's going on in his life um, and, you know, one other uh, brief mention of, of something I noticed while we were in Earth 2, that establishing shot of the particle accelerator or, I guess, Star Labs. Mm -hmm. Did you notice what's on top of Star Labs? Uh, I don't know. Uh, let me see if I can pull up an image because up on the top of every single, you know, there's, there's three peaks, right? Yeah. And at the top of each three peak is a flash helmet, like a Jay Garrick flash helmet. Really? Yeah. Now, is that not odd? 
I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I, I, I don't believe you. <laughs> I, I promise you there is. Hang on. Well, perhaps that's why the Flash, you know, of Earth 2 decided to take that helmet as his costume. Oh, it could be. I didn't think about it like that. But I, I but no, that doesn't make sense. Star, think about it. Star Labs is, what's their number, their number one competitor? Mercury Labs. So why would you have that Mercury helmet on top of your building? To be all like, what's up, Mercury Labs? We did it. <laughs> That's right. We have you on our building as a hat. That's how that's how terrible you are to we us. We Canadaed you. <laughs> <laughs> and all of our Canadian listeners are now unfollowing. No, I know, no. We love <laughs> <laughs> We love Canada. We love Canada. Um how, I, I, I do. I went to Montreal this year and it was awesome. I've I never love. actually been to uh Canada. I want to go back. I'd like we to go. suggestions of where to visit. Well, you know, my family is up in, in kind of the, the Midwest. And like right up on the, the coast. All right, I just sent you a picture. And well, it's just wings. They're not hats. They're just wings. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I don't know, man. They, they look like they're flash wings. You know, Star Labs looks kind of like the Superdome to me. It does look a little bit like the Superdome. But seriously, I, would you not? I mean, do you think? Here's the question. What came first? Did those wings pop up after the flash or did the flash take those wings as his symbol? Flash took the wings as a symbol. That's what I would guess. You think so? Yeah, even yeah, with that, the relationship that is clearly strained between him and Wells. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's still. I don't. Know, I, I don't disagree with you. I actually think you're right. Which, if that's the case, kind of implies that at some point earlier on in their you know careers, uh, they actually were you know, I I would imagine working together. Well, yeah. I mean, they're both super scientists, right? Well, are they? I, I haven't seen Jay do anything super sciencey in a while. Haven't seen Jay in a while. <laughs> right, we, yeah, can just, but, we can only imagine the super science he must be working on somewhere <laughs> off camera <laughs> well they, they, they talk about it right they talk about all the stuff that he was doing and all of his advancements and that he's a scientist and he built the freaking speed cannon yeah uh, yeah uh, he helped but he, no he built it did he build it caitlin helped okay i thought caitlin built it and he helped no 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 no. i need to go back and rewatch that well one way the other, don't get me wrong i'm not trying to put down jay i just haven't seen jay in a minute yeah well you know he's off not fighting zoom (laughs) like i really wish they would at least mention briefly um oh you know jay he's still getting you know and acquainted with our world (laughs) you know whatever he might be doing or he's on the other side of the building it's a big building and there's only six of us here so he's hanging out in the accelerator chamber could be (laughs) i don't know it's better cell phone reception there i don't know yeah i don't i actually i don't think an earth two phone would pick up cell reception on earth one well, no, that's not necessarily true because if uh, – assuming that there's like an AT&T in Earth 2 and that AT&T you know, develops similar technology so it wasn't ch- tangential enough to like matter, then I could see him get signal but the network might not recognize him because it's like, hey, the SIM card's weird. I don't know about this. Now, see, you're making a lot of assumptions. What you don't realize that while we here on Earth-1 have pretty much kind of adapted whole, wholeheartedly to GSM and 4G, over in uh, Earth-2, they are still kind of stuck on CDMA. So there you go. Uh, they haven't even jumped to TDMA yet? No, or no, no. TDMA's... No, TDMA came before CDMA. This is way too... Like, if, if you're not really into mobile tech, then this is, like, going way over, like, 99.99% of the people listening <laughs> right now. We apologize. <laughs> we're going to talk back about the Flash vibe. <laughs> yes. There were some vibrations. Could you feel it? Feel it. There was could... some good vibrations. <laughs> he, so he's learning to control it. Yes and no. Uh, why so all right that's the question right why was it working why was it not working and then working 
because I think it takes stress of some kind to activate it because he hasn't quite fully learned to control it yet. Hmm. So, so he, he, go ahead. Uh, it's an emotional trigger. Yes, yes, yes. It's an emotional trigger, and he doesn't quite understand that. So he's just thinking, yeah, I touch stuff and it happens. But usually he's under stress or, you know, Wells brings back some sort of memory or emotion, and that's what happens. So like when they were kind of arguing over the oil, that's when that emotional whatever happened. Yeah. All right. Well, fair enough. Uh, good to see him kind of stepping into that ability a little bit more and, and feeling more comfortable using it. But man, for me, the big vibe moment or uh, just overall contribution to this episode was the uh, training course he created for Linda. Yes. Yes. That was brilliant. In fact, when, you, when I remember when you cut back from commercial and Joe is walking into that warehouse and there's a cardboard cutout of him. I'm like, wait, 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 what's going on? Yes, that was awesome. <laughs> I thought, like, I honestly, because here's what happened. I had to, um, I had to like leave the room, so I had to pause it right when it came back from commercial break, and so I just got briefly that glimpse: Joe with gun, or Joe cardboard Joe with gun, and regular Joe walking up to it. And I'm thinking, like, in my head as I'm doing, I think I was probably putting the kids down or something. I think, like, wait, is Joe like chasing down a serial killer? And I just completely missed that. Like, I, <laughs> I thought there was some sort of weird thing going on. Anyway, I love that Cisco. Uh, either has or has created all of these cardboard cutouts of everyone. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, man, you know, got to have your hobbies, right? <laughs> How do you even do that? What, get to make a cardboard cutout like that? Like a giant printer? Uh, yeah, you get like a landscape printer. You go to a print shop, they'll do it. I mean, you, right. you, you, first you got to start with the... <laughs> I, want, I want the Cisco going to the print shop with all those images. It'd be like, <laughs> like I'd like to order uh, 12 of uh, this and 12 of this and 12... Is that the Flash? Uh, yeah. And and why do you have all these photos of other people and then a photo of the Flash? Um, well, I'm building an obstacle course. We're going to teach the Earth One counterpart of Doctor Light to uh, trick Zoom. Wait, I've said too much. You <laughs> know what? Was- you know what? Here's a funny selfie of me. I, it's a weird shape, but can you put that out? Yeah, <laughs> that was the best. I actually want that cardboard cutout of like the vibe selfie. See that? That's what I'm, I'm curious about. If they had a bunch of these in production, and maybe they'll like you know be sitting in a warehouse somewhere eventually if they'll become you know available not too many of them left my friend because linda pretty much toasted most of them that's true it depends on how many takes they had as to how many extras (laughs) uh so what did you think about her essentially kind of um getting kind of the iron man pulser cannon thing going on that was pretty neat like what i don't understand is if Cisco can make these things, why didn't he just make his own Iron Man suit? Okay, all right. So good question uh, and good thought. And I, I actually I feel like they explained that pretty well without explaining it, which is as she's using it, you know, not only is she trying to kind of figure it out herself, the tech is not perfect. You know, it wasn't yeah. working like half the time. And even when she goes against Barry, it's not like it was like, you know, fully functioning. You know, th- this is not a an ongoing viable option. They just needed something that would trick Zoom. This is... Uh, the trash can with the LED lights, you know, when they tricked Captain Cold from the first episode he popped up on. Ah, that's true. Yeah, like the the counter cold gun. Exactly. So, I mean, it's that, but a little bit more OMG science with, you know, actual laser beams and whatnot. Speaking of, of, of OMG science. Yeah. In this episode, the, the cleverest moment in this show. Most clever. Cleverest. Most clever. Keep going. Cleverest. Most. <clears throat> <laughs> so, um. There, there, there was some OMG science in this episode, and there's always OMG science in the Flash. Oh, of course. But this part was awesome. In the when they start talking about terminal velocity, like I was sitting there and I was wondering where you know where are they going with this? And then like when Barry runs at the thing, I was like, oh, that's that's actually genius because when you don't have 
air or you don't have like, you know, uh, right, right. when you're running on the ground, you can accelerate yourself. You can stop, you know, but when you're falling, you're in free fall. You don't have that. You don't have friction. There's not a way to, to do that. So they both achieve terminal velocity because they're roughly the same size, probably roughly the same mass. And so they're going to cancel each other's speed out. I thought that was super smart. And I, I really like that they did that. Yeah, I want to hold off a little bit, though, because I want to kind of make sure we're covering all our bases before jumping into the big big fight scene. Um, just real quick, on the Linda Park thing, uh, they got her, they got Dr. Light's costume because Dr. Light went invisible and disappeared. Do you think she's still on Earth-1? Yes, because she has no idea how to get back, because if she knew how to get back, she'd go back and not kill Flash. Really? Because she knew to go, she said that once she was supposed to kill Flash, she gets a symbol and tosses it through the portal. So theoretically, she would know where the portal was. Oh, but you're right, she can't get back, she can't, she can't actually get back without Zoom pulling her back. Yes. So we got a we got another Linda Park out there running around naked in Central City. Yes. All right then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, it'll be interesting to see when she shows up. Uh, we know what I'd love if they just don't address that there is a you know that there's an Earth Two Linda Park running around invisible and naked in Central City until like season four. <laughs> just all of a sudden she pops up somewhere in the middle of a fight or, or something of that nature. I would love if they if they did. I'm sure they'll address it before the season's over. But I think, I think that'd be hilarious. Yeah, that would be pretty funny. Uh, so Linda, of course, you know, she gets pulled into the game. Barry revealing himself to her. Very big moment. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I did not I like expect that to happen. But I liked her reaction, too. Yeah, she dealt with it pretty well <laughs> with uh, I made out with the Flash. Yeah. <laughs> I like this dynamic that she and Iris have. Uh, you know, Iris mentions that they're kind of sidekicks, so they should go and do their kickboxing class and whatnot. But uh, I like the moment where Linda is really struggling and being like, okay, look, you're keeping me on the outskirts. No, wait, that wasn't Linda. That was actually Patty. Or was it Linda? Because I feel like with this episode, with Patty and Linda, we essentially got kind of like two versions of Iris or kind of the, the two, um, two storylines that Iris has actually gone on with being kind of kept at arm's length and not involved with the actual story itself, which is what was going on with Patty, or, and also kind of being brought in to great effect and, in fact, being a pretty crucial part of the entire operation overall that we got with Linda. Now I could be wrong on that, but it seems like there was kind of this dual Iris like story that was going on there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I really like how Patty is always on point, man. She's, she uh, postulated that light could actually, the Dr. Light could actually turn invisible. Right. And then we see that's exactly what she does. And like, she's real smart and she's onto it. So I have a feeling that she's not going to be in the dark for very long, but they told Linda so fast. See, this is the thing that I thought was interesting. They told Linda really, really quick. And, and I feel, you know, to some extent I'm, I'm cool with the whole hero letting everybody in. Here's my secret identity and yada, yada, yada. But I mean, like, is just everybody going to know? And that's cool. Maybe it is. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, you know, it, that's one of those situations you're asking somebody to risk their life. I think the least you could do is, you know, if, if, if Barry wasn't the flash and didn't know Linda Park, then I think he would be fine keeping his identity to himself. But the fact that he knows her and, you know, I, I think he, that's where, you know, you have everything on the table. Well, his reasoning was legit. He's like, you know, I'm asking you to put your life on. So, you know, you need to know. I, I'm I'm asking you to kind of go on above and beyond for me, and so you need to know who you, who it is you're going above and beyond for. Um, and then also, this was the other great thing about Barry just overall in this episode is he really stepped up as a leader. 
he did. He was very confident in this episode. That's and that's huge. And because every single time we've talked about this before, but every single time that Barry's really, you know, had the opportunity to step up as a leader, he has failed miserably. Now it's debatable as to whether or not he succeeded. I mean, he did. He his plan worked, but the outcome was not exactly the best outcome. Yeah, yeah. Plan. It didn't really go according to plan, but it worked. <laughs> uh, accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before we jump into the plan, you still batty for Patty? I am batty for Patty. Yeah. Uh, they, I, they I, make a cute couple. They do. They have such good chemistry on screen, though. Yeah, but Iris is, I mean, he's more suited for Iris. Sure, but I would not mind at all if they just kept Iris as like this, you know, deeply platonic friend and like that's the lightning rod aspect of it. Like I, mm. that wouldn't bother me at all if they never got together because I, I, I like Patty. I'm sorry. <sighs> okay. Yeah. I mean, I was even thinking about the fact that it would make sense for the CW show to not actually match them up with their, you know, destined comic book love interest, given that, you know, uh, Oliver is not with, uh, with, <laughs> well, I guess Dinah doesn't even fully exist. Dinah has been separated into two different people who Oliver has technically been with, but his apparently his main love interest is, you know, Felicity over on Arrow. And so uh, if they theoretically did something similar here, they could, and it would make sense with what they've done in the past. I just think, I think him and Iris there, that's where the future is. I, she, like you mentioned the lightning rod thing, and that's absolutely the case. I think it's stronger than just a friendship thing. I, he's her density, man. <laughs> <laughs> you like that rain you're my density uh destiny <laughs> i mean <laughs> i even did the hand motions while i was saying it. Uh, i could feel it i could i could sense that you did that that was excellent yeah, yeah. Well, good but though. so so it's interesting though because uh there's there are parallels this week uh between agents of shield and flash in the relationship section we're not, you know, I've, I, we've talked about it before, and, and I, I have done con- a complete 180 on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but this is not the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast. I, I know, but I'm, I'm just saying it, it, it's, it's interesting how, like, Fitz and like Fitzsimmons' relationship oh kind gosh. of... Don't, I haven't watched the last episode. I saw him listening to the audio, and it's, like, tearing me apart inside as he's, like, sitting You're there... You're tearing coming. me apart! I don't know. I, haven't, I don't know how the episode ends yet, so I don't, don't spoil anything. Yeah, no, I'm not going to spoil anything, but it's it's... Um, how to say this without spoiling anything? Well, don't say anything. This is not the Agents of Shield podcast, and I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> like, but it's it's just you know they're it's they they feel kind of similar the the Barry Iris and Fitzsimmons. I disagree with that. This this episode kind of I don't know. You'll see. All right. So you've already referenced it a bit already, but that fight, you know, ultimately Barry's plan does work in the sense that they are able to draw zoom out now not exactly the way that he intended uh and i and you know he was definitely in over his head which joe and everybody else was kind of telling him hey you're, you're gonna you, you can't handle this yet now they didn't know that he re- I, I don't think that they had the knowledge to really fully know just how bad he was going to be in over his head and barry was actually i mean he was pulling some pretty smart moves you know that when he first meets up with him his go-to move is his kind of you know super saiyan throwing the lightning at him well see see here's the deal like it, it's you know, you think fighting the reverse flash, which is the, the hardest thing that Barry's ever ever happened. I think that's why he uh, that that's where his confidence is coming from. Right. But I, I, well, I, I but Joe just, pointed out, man, he didn't actually beat the reverse flash. Sure, sure, he went toe to toe, but faced, yeah. But uh, but you know, he they they still persevered, right? Because that's the thing, though. Like you know, Eddie sacrificing himself. Eddie was part of the team. They have the team there with them. 
So Barry's confident now that his team can defeat anything. It's just I, I think they probably should have listened a little bit more to Jay and at least, you know, done some more homework because it feels like Barry, you know, yeah, he did his go to lightning move. But it, it's like Zoom's just on a completely different level. Well, I mean, no doubt when, when he grabs the lightning and yeah. throws it at him freaking Zeus style. Yeah. I mean, that's when you know, like, OK, this th- there is something up. With this, I mean, this is so far beyond anything that Barry could have even anticipated or anybody there really truly could. Um, it goes back to kind of what I've been saying is that there's something different about Zoom. He's monstrous. He's 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 more than just a meta human. Uh, there's there's something beyond, you know, what what even Barry can get to. There, there's something elemental about him. Now, Caitlin even makes mention of the fact that he's a monster, um, you know, that he's he's not human. But Wells He's more speed now than Matt <laughs> twisted and eval. <laughs> but Wells does say he said no. He he's a man or he was. Yeah. So that's interesting to me. That 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 makes me think. Okay, so that there is some sort of human. It's not just a, a spiritual um, avatar. There, there, it may be some sort of avatar for sure, but there, there actually was some sort of human origin story to who this zoom is. Yeah. Um, and that's just, you know, one of those questions that this episode kind of left us with is, okay, so he was a man. Well, who was he? Well, uh, well, and, hang, and on now, now? hang on now. They say I, we don't, but here's the, this is where I, I get, go back and forth on it. Wells says he was a man. Does Wells know that? Is Wells assuming that, trying to make him mortal? You know what I mean? Like in Wells' mind, Zoom has to be defeated. Therefore, he has to be a man. You know? No, because I mean, I I think Wells is is confident enough in his abilities that he could defeat whoever he needs to. Mm. I, I don't think it matters to him whether or not Zoom was a man, is a man, because he because it doesn't matter what he was, right? It's what he is right now. Interesting. And, and so he's saying that yeah, he was a man. But still, even after saying that and even after seeing what he's done, he still goes out there and goes after him because he's still confident that, you know, they, 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 they have to stop him. I don't think he's trying to humanize Zoom. I just think he just, you know, his essentially uh, his thought process is I have to capture Zoom or my daughter dies and I am nothing without my family. So, like, he's just in that mode where he's got to capture Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. OK. Fair enough. Well, here's the other question. If if Harrison Wells knows that he's a man or was a man, um, A, is that sexist? And B, is he hmm, – is Zoom originally from Earth 2? Does that to some extent confirm that Zoom is originally from Earth 2? Because we had speculated that perhaps he's jumped around from Earth to Earth to Earth, like stealing the speed of speedsters. Which I still think is is probably the case because I think that's what – Jay sort of insinuates. Right. But I don't know if he originated there or not. Yeah. I, it would make sense to me that if he originated, well, I don't know. So two things. If he originated on Earth 2, uh, Jay has done a very, very good job of avoiding him. Because if he's if, if, if Jay knows that he's gone from place to place to place to take speedsters out uh, and he hasn't taken out Jay, it means, you know, one of two things. Either Jay's been really, really good at avoiding him or he didn't start there, and Jay learned later on that all of these things about Zoom. Well, unless Jay's like keeping some of the cards close to the, his chest, I mean, Jay, Jay said he just kind of showed up about the same time that he got his speed. 
Like he didn't, he, there's no specific origin story that Jay appears to know for what zoom is. He just kind of appeared. So maybe it's something where zoom can sense new speedsters or can sense the speed force. And he sensed it on earth too and showed up there. I guess. I, I don't know. All right. So, hmm. Cause of course the other thing is that he, he stole Jay's speed the particle or the the singularity thing in the sky opens up all these portals and then it moves our berry to the top of his list if that's the case right cuz i mean you got to wonder what is his overall end game why berry and and if if it's just yeah i i think i think i think he can't originally be from earth 2 cuz it what it doesn't make full full on sense for his goal to be just uh, all of a sudden one day be like, you know what? I'm going to, you know, go and steal the Flash's speed. And, oh, look, there's a portal in the sky. I'm going to go steal the next one's speed. I, I think there has to be more to it than that. Yeah, I, I think what it is is, you know, he goes from uh, portal to portal or universe to universe, earth to earth, well, looking it, for speedsters, takes yeah. them out. And then when he it, it senses the singularity or whatever, he was like, whoa, we got we got some serious stuff going on here. I have to get this dude's speed. Well, and, and, you know, he, while it requires a speed force cannon for our guys to go back and forth between Earths, um, he can do it at his, at his will. So one th- so you would imagine that he can do this for other Earths as well. So I think that's fair. Uh, one thing I thought was interesting, I mean, obviously this is the first time that we've really gotten to spend some, you know, some quality time with Zoom uh, outside of just the images that we've seen. And the images that we saw, you know, were pre-production images like really good quality stuff and obviously the practical mask and everything else looks incredible oh yeah but now with the the effects it it furthers kind of the point that i made last week which is that is not a mask that is his flesh that is his face there's not this layered thing like his he's got dead sunken eyes those aren't yeah like, you it, know, it looks like the suit kind of melded with his body perhaps perhaps it's interesting very yeah, interesting. It's very neat. So one way or the other, man, I'm I'm stoked to uh, to see what comes from it. <laughs> one of the biggest things that we have uh, that we've gotten feedback from, uh, both just kind of you know from last week and then also just from YouTube, uh, is that people are saying that no, it's actually uh, Henry. That Barry's dad is actually Zoom. So I've seen Henry, but I, I I've also seen Earth to Henry. And if I had a guess, I think Earth to Henry would make more sense. Well, that's what I'm saying. They think, they're saying that Earth, the the Henry Allen of Earth Two, Barry's father, is actually Zoom. Like maybe Barry kills his mother, which drives Henry Allen insane, and the particle accelerator gives him these gifts, and then he uh, wants to go and kill all the berries in the multiverse because I, they killed his wife. So, yeah, I just don't believe. It. <laughs> Why would he kill his innocent son? Like, I, I don't, I don't see that being. Well, perhaps the case. he wasn't innocent. Uh, well, no, but this Barry is innocent. Like, why would he go from universe to universe killing every single version of his son? Why and, not? and Jay, and for that matter, Jay's not even a version of his son. So why would he care about Jay? Yeah, that's true. Like, I, I don't know that that I've seen that a lot. Um, but well, I just, so- and I get the whole dichotomy switch thing to some extent, but I just, I don't, um, I, I don't think that makes a whole lot of storytelling sense. Yeah, well, if he's going, you know, if, if Barry was the one who killed his wife and he's going to kill all the versions, yeah, that doesn't no, make sense. Yeah, but, even that doesn't fully make sense. Yeah, that that, that doesn't fully fly. But um, I don't know. I, I think it would be an interesting sort of twist, but they'd have to do a good job with it for it, for it to not come across as 
weird. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I like the idea of at some point us seeing a Henry Alley that a Henry Allen that's a speedster in some universe. But I don't think as a villain makes sense at all. Um, I just I don't I I don't I just I highly doubt that's the case. In fact, I'll go ahead and say right now that is not the case. Henry Allen is not Zoom. Yeah, and, and plus, while there there still is that big question in the air is where Henry Allen went. Earth One, Henry Allen went. Oh, uh, you know he's um you know he had to go find himself or get a job as a doctor in uh, Argentina. I mean, it's just woefully suspicious. Like, like why why after sixteen years he's never seen his son? Yeah, you know the whole thing where like you can't be the Flash. No, nobody thinks, dad, dude. Like, no, nobody thinks that Henry Allen of Earth One is the Reverse Flash. No, no that's Zoom. not what I'm saying. But like, I, there's still questions there that I would like answered. I'm just saying. Oh no, absolutely, and we'll get that. But it'll just be in a special episode, in a very special episode of the Flash. <laughs> Henry Allen returns with his second family <laughs> <laughs> from Dawson's Creek. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he pulls a Mama West, and turns out he has. Jo- Wait, what, what happened to Wally? Wait, what happened to Wally? Uh, we hadn't seen Wally this episode. We were doing I, all Wally, and then Wally's gone. What, what, what happened to Wally? Not next episode, but episode after that, I think we're going to see Wally. Okay, so not Guerrilla Warfare because that's the next one we got on the horizon. Correct. All right, fair enough. Um, so we did talk about Robert Queen, right? Uh, yeah, we, we mentioned that earlier and gave ourselves props. One final thought on just kind of the, the whole zoom thing coming in and, and just seriously just owning and of course breaking the flash. Uh, he goes when he beats the flash, he immediately goes to the press, then to the police, captain saying shout out real quick. Yeah. Uh, and then also then to star labs. So he's very knowledgeable of the world of Earth One. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he and, and he's very like almost strategically um, dragging. Barry, like he was literally as he was running, he was dragging Barry behind him. Kind of like almost if you thought about like um, uh, when uh, what was it? Hephaestus's body was was kind of dragged in the dirt um, in uh, in the Trojan War. Uh, it was not his Festus. It was Hector. Hector. Thank you. He was drug uh, by Achilles after Hector asked him you know as a you know honor sort of thing to give him a proper burial achilles right. is like nah dude i'm gonna drag you around troy because i'm a jerk exactly so i mean that's essentially what we got here with with zoom i mean he was just drugging him dragging him dragging him he dragged him <laughs> <laughs> uh he, he drug him dragged him blah, blah, blah. one way or the other he was flailing around behind him while he was running <laughs> yeah yeah and so um just really just very almost dismissive just you know, look how how quickly your hero falls to me. You know, there's that great line that they the whole exchange they have where Barry says, "You want to be the hero," and he's like, "You know, all heroes die, so only if you catch them." Yeah, that was cool. But I I don't think that Zoom wants to be a hero. I, I think he wants to just destroy people's hope. Yeah, something like that. You like know, like here's your hero. I crushed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But did you also notice that he stabbed uh, that Zoom stabbed Barry with both of the little anti speed serums? no oh man no so like Wells shoots him so first barry tries to stab him doesn't happen he gets beat up right right and then Wells shoots him zoom grabs the dart mm. and then the next scene is him stabbing both the darts into barry so right i wonder what that's gonna do well i mean we know what it's gonna do for one thing his speed isn't healing him and actually did here's the other question did zoom take his speed or was his speed dampened I think his speed was dampened because Caitlin said if you didn't heal so fast, I'd be worried. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm assuming he still has his speed, his healing factor, stuff like that, but it's been dampened. Hmm. I, you know, I actually thought 
His entire plan was to stab himself with the speed dampener so that when Zoom tried to steal his speed, it would be like a fake out. Like there wouldn't be speed for Zoom to steal. And so, you know, what if he Jay would, Garrick is Zoom? Jay's not Zoom. We've seen them together in the same place. I know we saw Eobard and, uh, and, you know, uh, and, and the reverse flash in the same place as well. But still, they're not the same. Well, I, I just I have a I have a question, though. Yeah. After we get the reveal that Cisco uh, vibed Harrison Wells and he, you know, when he says he was Jesse, it's it's Joe says that uh, he asked if Zoom sent Harry back to kill Barry and Harry was like, nah, I'm trying to capture Zoom. Mm -hmm. But did Zoom send him back and Harry betrayed him and tried to uh, capture him instead? No. You don't think so? No. Okay. Fine then. Be that way. <laughs> I just don't think that's the case. One uh, one last thing before we jump into speedster speculation, man. Um, it, it's a pet peeve of mine, but it is like driving me insane. They keep on calling Eobard Wells. Well, because that's how they knew him. Like, no, so- they kn- but they knew he was Eobard. Every single one of them knew that he was Eobard. In fact, even Joe even had a line this episode that, that like is so incorrect that it like made me almost pull my hair out. He said, "You choose to trust." The man who's wearing the face of your mother's killer or the man uh, whose face matches that. What did he say? Basically, he said, you know, his face is the same face of your mother's killer. And I was like, no, 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 that's not true at all. That's actually the face that his mother's killer was hiding behind. That's not the same face at all. <laughs> like it was the exact opposite of what was accurate. And I know that the funny thing about Joe is that he never knows fully what's going on. And, and that's, you know, that's consistent with his character. But just overall, Cisco should know better. Like, you know, Caitlin should know better. Like, I realize that they had this relationship with this guy of Wells, but all the more reason to call him Eobard because that was not Wells. That was Eobard. I think it was to make the distinction because in this episode specifically, that's when Harry is like, he's not Wells. I'm Wells. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is great. And I, I, I appreciate that. And I love what they're what they're doing with that narrative. And I, but I still think you can tell that story and not diminish Eobard. I got to tell you, Eobard Thawne is one of my favorite villains. He's just yeah. one of my favorite villains. I mean, and, and he is of, of the the plethora and this this massive amount of rogues out there that the Flash has. Eobard is definitely top tier, and so I, I I'm a little concerned about how Eobard's almost being kind of diminished. That character is being somewhat diminished because of the Wells connection, because of the Wells bait and switch. So that now we're not even talking about Eobard anymore. We're just talking about the the you know um, the, the uh, facade that he was hiding behind the alias that he was going shell yeah and so that that's frustrating to me i really want eobard to come back (laughs) so that we can um it's like eobard was wearing a suit he's wearing a wells suit harrison wells suit (laughs) (laughs) that's that's exactly right so uh in the in the little blip for the next episode you see harry because he's talking about his legs not working right uh you see him in harrison wells's wheelchair and mm-hmm. all I have to say is hashtag Barris and Wheels. <laughs> oh, man. Because <laughs> it's funny, right? Because it's Barry Harrison, Barris and Wheels because he's in the wheelchair. Because. All right. I laughed. I thought it was funny. Speedster speculation. Speedster speculation. <laughs> Lynn, last week, we uh, we gave the option to the uh, the chat on, on what they wanted us to talk about, whether the Earth One, Barry, Zoom connection or... A potential connection that is, or Constantine, and everybody chose uh, the Zoom thing. But and 
I, I you know, we I, we talked a lot about Zoom tonight. I think a lot of our speculation kind of revolves around that area. But I did still want to talk a little bit about the Constantine connection. Of course, last week on Arrow, uh, Constantine made the crossover into that show. And really, you know, with everything that's going on with Arrow and magic, it, it really fits in quite well. But if you watched it at all, there's a there's a swagger that Constantine has that, that's almost comically put into Arrow and would fit so well into The Flash. So here's kind of the speculation. Could Constantine come and play a significant part to actually combat Zoom if Zoom is actually some sort of spectral death embodiment thing? Potentially. I think that would be really, really neat. That aspect, like the supernatural aspect of, because, uh, you know, Constantine probably wouldn't have helped at all in the uh, Eobard fight. But in this fight versus, you know, if he is, if there is some sort of supernatural element, to it yes that would be cool i'd like to see how you know we had uh firestorm and arrow and flash take on eobard if we had like constantine arrow and i don't know vibe fight Zoom. oh that'd be awesome yeah i would love to see that yeah i think that'd be cool well and this is the other thing too i mean like i i that if <laughs> there is kind of a question of is there something uh mystical or, or magical about zoom or is it just omg science is it omg magic or omg science or both that's that's the question um and you know as as we'll learn more about who this character is or perhaps was that'll kind of help overall and and define that but even if zoom ends up not being connected to death so specifically or, or, or on such a um you know cosmic way there are still opportunities actually for a Constantine crossover. I think specifically of the uh, the rogue Abracadabra. Yeah, you remember this uh, this villain? I, I vaguely. So Abracadabra is uh, is a Flash built villain. Um, the idea is that he's a uh, magic user. Um, it's funny because if if I'm remembering correctly, he actually originally had no magic, and they actually turned him into kind of a, a magic based character. Uh, but he was actually a character that uh, we, we looked at during our season zero uh, that was featured on Young Justice. That's right. The guy with the cat, right? No, not the kid with the cat. The kid with the cat was uh, was kind of rallying all of the magic based users in the DC universe to go and do some sort of diabolical thing. Yes. But uh, no, Abracadabra, if I'm remembering accurately, kind of came on the scene. It was a big deal with uh, Kid Flash with Wally who would not kind of accept the idea of the mystical because he was so tied into science. Yeah, that's right. When he was like the whole like Dr. Fate thing, he's like, nah, magic's ridiculous. Science is where it's at. Right. And so Abracadabra historically has been more actually of a technology, you know, kind of mimicking magic, almost like in um, the prestige. You remember the prestige? Yeah. Otherwise known as uh, Batman versus Wolverine. Yes. With magic. (laughs) (laughs) Best premise of a movie ever. Yes. Um, ultimately, spoilers, by the way, for that, that film. Uh, but ultimately, you know, Hugh Jackman's character performs a magic trick that ends up just being this kind of super science. You know, it's yeah. not, you know, they, there's a kind of a comment about it being real magic, but it's, it's really not. It's this huge Tesla invention. So it's just super science that, that modern man cannot fully comprehend, including the audience for that matter. Um, and so to some extent, that's what Abracadabra was in the beginning. But like I said, I, I do believe as he goes on, he ends up becoming a, a magic-based user. But it would be actually kind of cool if they go on either different 
either direction. Either they could introduce Abracadabra as a foil for the Flash and have him be magic-based now that magic has kind of entered into the, the DC TV world. And so then bringing Constantine as kind of a combatant there or bring him in, have him try like Abracadabra, try to convince everybody that his technology is magic. And then when they call in Constantine, Constantine like takes him out in two seconds because he's just, you know, he's just a fake. He's just a fraud. <laughs> he just like shoots him. <laughs> I got to tell you, man, it was so great seeing Constantine come back. I, you know, I, I admit that I was not watching Constantine live when it was on television and I, it was, it was on the bottom of my rack, so to speak, when it came to watching shows. But once I got into that show, I super got into it. It got really good. I know. I really liked it. And I'm sad it's not here. So hopefully with this whole like arrow flash and Constantine sharing this universe, Maybe, maybe we'll. I mean, I saw the the there's like a petition or something like that on there to uh, try and get Constantine back on the air. So I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll see something. I, I'd love to see him on Flash because you know there that's more exposure, more people to you know realize that hey, this character's awesome. Let's let's get him back. And so let's. I just hope it. I hope it happens. Yeah, we'll see. I I there's even like that music that ding ding ding. I can't I can't do it. But uh, I, I like the opening, the little intro blurb music or whatever that they. It's not really a theme song like the Flash has, but it's just like a well. It's kind of a theme. Hang yeah, on. yeah, it really is. Like the little the harpsichord music and stuff. Oh, I dig it. I like it so much. Is that what that that instrument is called? Yeah, it's a harpsichord. Because I was thinking about it. Um, it, it reminds me of a, a. There's a similar theme out there. It's like the Sherlock theme. Yeah. Right. Like, isn't it kind of extremely similar? I, you know, I hadn't seen Sherlock in a long time, but yes, I think so. Uh, Hellblazer TV. It, the show is called Hellblazer, right? No, the show is called Constantine. Oh, was it? You couldn't make a show called Hellblazer and put it on TV. Uh, yeah, you can. Well, I, I know, but like people would be like, <gasps> Hellblazer it has the word hell in it. I can't. That uh, ding, ding, ding. What, what, that's the harpsichord? Yeah, that's the harpsichord. Okay, now hang on doing a little investigatory audio stuff here. Something like that. Doesn't that seem a little similar? Yeah, yeah. A little bit. I mean, if you late that... That's, that's very similar. Check the composers for both songs. Just quick side note, it's 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 funny that we, you know we're we're talking about this. Um, so if you'll, I, I'm sure you've seen Back to the Future, correct? Uh, yes, yes, obviously. And have you seen the Predator? I, I have. Did you know that the the guy who did the music for Back to the Future also did the music for Predator? Uh, no, I did not. And if you watch Predator with that in mind, or if you watch Back to the Future, like so, you have to. You have to know the Predator music if you're going to watch uh, Back to the Future and try this, this little experiment out. Right. Uh, but if you if you if you're very familiar with like Back to the Future music and how the soundtrack goes, watch Predator and you'll just be thinking about Doc the whole time because like <laughs> there's there are these little musical tie-ins that this composer uses in in, in both of these scores and it, it's it's crazy like how similar some of these scores are in those movies. Just just do it. Watch Predator. Watch Back to the Future. And just remember the scores of each while you're watching the other. And it's, it's just really fun. Hey, this is Patrick Sabongi, and you're listening to Flash TV Talk. Whoop, whoop. That's the sound of the police. <laughs> 
listener feedback this week. We got some really great stuff. Um, okay, so this first one comes in from Juan who says, Hey guys, so I have been a bit of a random theory, or I have a bit of a random theory. Um, what if Earth 2 Barry is in prison? And that's why we saw him in jail last season. Because it seems like Killer Frost uh, is from Earth 2. So this would kind of have some consistency there. Um, all right. So this is actually a, a lot of people have written in uh, uh, saying kind of similar theories about the flash of uh, not flashes in the character, but like the flashes in like the motif, the image that we saw briefly of Flash running through time and seeing all of these images. Uh, we did see an image of him sitting behind bars. And so a lot of, you know, the thought is that this could potentially be the Flash of Earth, too. What you say? Well, so this is interesting, right? Because uh, if if it turns out that that is the Flash of Earth 2, then that might be Killer Frost confirmed for Earth 2. But again, well, what, we, well, what we don't know is, is they, are these visions from his timeline? Are they from separate timelines? Are they from separate Earths? Are they uh, are they possible eventualities? Are they eventualities that are going to happen regardless? Uh, there's a lot of questions there, but um, I don't know. It's it's. I think, it, I think it's hard to spe- – because there are no rules, right? We, we don't really know the rules per se of all this time travel stuff that happens in Flash, at least not enough to postulate what could possibly happen. Oh, well, OK. But we do have other elements we can pull from. I mean I, I think um, Eobard said something to the extent of what he's going to see is images from all times and all Earths or something of that nature. You know, I, I think there's there's some aspect of that. But I do think the flashes that he saw – were of his own timeline. I don't think that what he saw were flashes of other Earths. So, like, even if that Killer Frost is from Earth 2, I think that's tied to his timeline. Okay, so that would be Killer Frost from Earth 2 coming to Earth 1. Right. The other thing, too, to point out is, is uh, you know, another reason why the, the images that we saw are probably not, at the very least, not all from Earth 2, is that we saw an image of the Flash Museum that was our Flash, not Jay. True, true, so true. I, I would not imagine that Earth 2 would all of a sudden build another museum to another Flash that's not their Flash. Yeah. I, I just don't yeah. think that's going to happen. Um, but, I mean, it is, it's, a, it's a prevailing theory, I, I, and I, can, I would not be surprised if that's the case. However, I, I think that it, my guess is that that image that we saw is actually going to be of Barry in the future, like our Barry in the future, not Earth 2 Barry in the future. Perhaps he gets framed for something. Or Could something. be, yeah, absolutely. So, so we'll see. Um, all right, next one. Uh, Bell comes from Evan, and Evan writes, "Hey guys, you got a great show, but I got to point out a flaw in your continual statements that Batman doesn't exist in the CW verse because he does, and I've got incontrovert- incontrovertible proof. Harley Quinn is seen on Arrow. Harley Quinn cannot exist without the Joker. The Joker cannot exist without Batman. Also." Wayne's company is in the newspaper Eobard has from the future. Batman exists. Period. No more of your Arrow and Flash or substitutes for Batman and Superman, please. It doesn't work for me. Green Arrow is subpar compared to Batman and is no substitute for the Dark Knight. Flash may be a founding member of the Justice League, but he's no Man of Steel. Other than that, keep up the great show. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That, that, that was a good one. I, uh, uh, I like that. But I will say that just because... Wayne Corp shows up in the newspaper doesn't necessarily mean that Bruce Wayne is Batman. It could easily be run by Helena Wayne. <laughs> it's not, but or, or, or Thomas Wayne or Thomas Wayne. Um, here's the thing. Uh, first of all, Evan, thanks so much for listening and, and really appreciate your feedback. You're certainly not, Absolutely. not alone in, in that. Uh, we, we've gotten several Facebook comments that have kind of expressed very similar 
uh, feelings there. I love your I love your equation about how you get to how Batman is uh, irrefutably there. I, you know, I, I, it's not that I disagree with you. It's just that I don't. Th- I, I I think that the show showrunners don't agree with you, and that's why <laughs> that's why. I, I think that it's probably that there is no Batman of this universe, you know, and and even the Batman uh, arrow as Batman one to one comparison. I, I hear you. I mean, my least favorite season of arrow is arrow season three when essentially arrow was Batman like that. that that's the most Batman we've ever gotten of the, uh, the arrow TV series and arrow works best when he's the green arrow and not, you know, a Batman substitute. That being said, when we make the comparison to Arrow and Flash being the world's finest of this universe, that's not even specifically to say that he's Batman or that Arrow is Batman and um, Flash is specifically Superman. I mean, we've seen time and time again that uh, from just a character characterization, Barry is no Clark Kent and the Flash is no Superman, especially when it comes to leading people and uh, and just kind of as a charismatic leader. Now, hopefully he'll get there because this world, unfortunately, my friend, does not appear to have a Superman. And so with the absence of a Superman in this world, there needs to be a somebody who has kind of that, uh, you know, godlike stance who can be kind of a beacon of hope. And so in the event that y- that you're wrong, that there is no Superman here, then I think Barry needs to step up and be kind of that beacon of hope. Now, I, I, I say that not, you know, again, I, I don't fully disagree with the sentiment from where you're coming from. I mean, I, I love Batman and Superman as well. I'm just saying that, you know, from, from all evidence that we've seen, I just don't believe that there is a Batman or a Superman in this, this universe. So we don't say the world's finest thing despite people that want that to be the case. It's more of just recognizing what these characters can be in the absence of those other two characters, if that turns out to, in fact, be the case. Yeah, and the difference here being is that uh, the, the, the speculation, like where we gather this, that you know the world's finest here is Arrow and Flash, isn't based on evidence that we find in the universe. Right. It's based on what we've heard from the showrunners, the well, show creators. And, and also evidence that we've seen in the universe. I mean, you know, the whole the whole Flash symbol. You know, like, why, if, if Batman exists, how do they not know about the Bat symbol signal? Well, I mean, per, perhaps they do, and that's why they made the Flash signal. But, but, but no, all, all no, that, that Vibe said specifically he saw it in a comic book. Like, like we know that that was an inspiration from a comic book, not, not from, you know... Yeah, that's that's true. But but again, though, like, you know, I think they've come out and they've said, you know, there's not going to be these characters on TV, period. Now, whether or not that can change in the future, we don't know. Mm. But, you know, this this is mainly based on. And yeah, I I would love for that to be the case. I would love to see Batman and Superman on TV and there actually be this, you know. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, I think that would give a lot of um, legitimacy even to to Legends, Uh, because, you know, a lot of what Legends has felt like is more of kind of a. You know, not not it. Legends doesn't feel like a Justice League at all. Even even when even with kind of imagery where where both uh, Flash and Green Arrow are present, which of course they're both leaguers, and of course Flash is an establishing member. Um, but you know, it feels more society esque, not league esque. And I think in order to get that full fledged Justice League feel, you need you do need Batman and you you need Big Blue as well. And I so agree. you know, the, I, the sentiment that you're coming from, we don't fully disagree with you at all. But I just don't. I, I have yet to see the full-on evidence that Batman and Superman exist. And with with them, without that evidence, then I, I still stand by my claim that uh, Flash and Arrow are the world's finest of this universe. Yeah, and I'll say that until we see evidence or proof that Superman and Batman exist in this universe, 
I don't think we're going to see a Justice League. We'll pre- maybe a Justice Society, like you were saying, Bo, but I don't think we're going to see a Justice League. Yeah. Uh, because, like you said, you can't have the Justice League without Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Right on. Well, hey, last week we, uh, you know, we gave away a uh, free digital comic to uh, Tom Bubb. And you know what? Let's read what Tom Bubb uh, actually wrote on iTunes to win that digital comic. Uh, Bo and Bell are my podcasters of choice. I listen to this podcast right away. Uh, I'm an unrepentant geek and I absolutely love this podcast. Bo and Bell have an unforced infectious chemistry that makes this podcast as well as their other podcast panel to screen an absolute joy to listen to. Although I've never met them when I listen to flash TV talk or any of their other podcasts, I feel like a member of their community and it's a very fun feeling that I think everyone should experience. Do yourself a favor, unleash your inner comic book nerd and check out flash TV talk. All right, Tom, that is high praise, sir. So thank you so much for writing in those reviews and, uh, Hey, you know what, if you're listening and you have yet to write us a review, you absolutely should. Uh, it's a great way to kind of help support the show, continue on the content that you are enjoying. So head over to iTunes, write us a review. And the best part is every single time we get a multiple of 10, we give away a free digital comic. So we're looking for those four and five star reviews. If you, if you think that we deserve less, maybe write us an email and tell us why you feel like that's the case. <laughs> That'd be good. Um, but, uh, but yeah, one way or the other, hook us up with those reviews. We really greatly appreciate it. Want to encourage you to do a couple other things as well. Um, check us out. Follow us personally on Twitter. You can do that. You can follow me at the real Bo York. You can follow me at Ring That Bell. And, you know, a cool thing is, this is really kind of awesome. You can, of course, follow our, our uh, Twitter account at Flash TV Talk. But if you're listening to this podcast through the Satchel podcast player, currently on Android, but coming to iOS soon, uh, then you actually have the ability to tweet into the show while you're listening to it. Oh, that's neat. Isn't that cool? So, like, while you're listening to it, you just press there's a, a tweet button. You click it, and you can send in your commentary to point out, you know, why you disagree with us about the world's finest thing, <laughs> why you think that Zoom is actually Barry's mom and all that kind of good stuff. So you can <laughs> you can make that happen through the Satchel podcast player on Android coming to iOS soon. But, uh, you know, until then, you can still follow us on Twitter at Flash TV Talk. And of course, if 140 characters isn't enough to express your love for our show, feel free to email us at flash at com. That's flash at com. That's P-O-D-A-S-T-E-R-Y dot com. And for the latest news and daily discussions on all things Flash, be sure to like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash flash TV talk. And if you like this show, check out our parent show panel to screen where this week we're going to talk about some Halo 5. Yes, sir. Going to be good. So we want to give special thanks to Charlie Bach for providing our outro music as well as the CW for having us on for their upcoming CW fan talk thing next week. Be sure to check that out as well. And uh, yeah, so you get us a little bit early, which is good. But don't worry. Even if that's too long for you, we'll be back in a flash.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.